Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Emergency episode of Five Out. Jalen Brown just got an extension. Four years, $115 million. This, these past couple days have actually been pretty crazy all in all because Buddy Heald, who is kind of the one I think is kind of the reason why I think Jalen Brown ended up getting the deal that he did. And I'll get into that a little bit more later. But Buddy Heald, the Kings gave him four years, $84 million plus $20 million in incentives. Some of them are easier than others. And then Pascal Siakam got four years, $130 million over the weekend. We had known that they were close to coming to the deal when we did our last episode, episode 15. Also, Demontis Sabonis ended up getting four years, $74.9 million. Now, I haven't seen anywhere with him when it comes to options, but I know with Siakam, Buddy Heald, and Jalen Brown, none of them have options on their contract. That's team or player. So, Take that for what you will. I think the biggest reason for that is we've seen through the years how teams are getting, you know, Kyrie's got an option, he's done. You know, Al Horford's got an option, he's done. These guys, now I think teams are starting to t- try and take a little bit more control back as much as the players still run the show. You know, what happened with Paul George too, because he, he had one year left on his deal, including the option. I think that there's just concern now that players have a lot of control, maybe just a little bit too much, maybe more than teams are kind of comfortable with at this point. And I, and I get that. And it also shows, I mean, for some of these guys, for some of the teams too, it shows a player. I'm invested in you, obviously, on the team option side of it. When it comes to the player option side of it, they're like, you know, we don't want to have games anymore. We don't want to be playing these, this going through hoops like this where we don't know what's going to go on and we can't prepare accordingly. But I wrote over the weekend how Pascal Siakam did not do, and the, and the Raptors for that matter, didn't do Jalen Brown any, or the, excuse me, didn't do the Celtics any favors when it came to dealing with Jalen Brown because Siakam got 130 million over four years. Now. When we talked about it last episode, Siakam is a good player, took a huge step forward last year, better player than Brown in many aspects, and obviously he has won and been an important part on a championship-winning team. You want to throw out all the disclaimers about the Warriors being hurt and all that crap, whatever, fine, I don't care. But that's either way, they won. Siakam was a big part of that. The other thing is the Raptors, they don't get many good free agents coming their way. So you're going to have to pay a little bit extra for guys, especially when it's homegrown talent and a player that you're high on. That hurt the Celtics, but I didn't think that it had forced their hand to give them $100 million plus. $100 million seemed like a lot when we talked last time, but the big thing that killed the Celtics ended up being Buddy Heald and the Sacramento Kings agreeing to a deal. Originally, Heald wanted, I believe it was, he wanted over $100 million. I believe it was $110 million. He was offered 90 so then when I see the $84 million, I was thinking, this doesn't make any sense. Why did he agree to this? But then we see the $20 million in incentives. Makes a lot more sense. Now he's closer to the mark that he was thinking of. And if he's going to get there, he's got to do, the Kings need him to do certain things, need him to prove himself in a way. And I think that that works out really well. I'm curious what kind of precedent that sets going forward. But to bring it all back to Jalen Brown, four years, $115 million. Look, if Buddy Heald's getting $106 million, 
and you don't give Jalen Brown more than that, I don't. He can't say yes because that I mean there's at least one team out there that values J, a guy who's not better than Jalen Brown that much. I, on on its own, you know, just looking at it in a, in a vacuum or whatever, I don't like the move of giving him a hundred million dollars and anything north of that right now. I I'd, I'd say after the season, maybe I'd be open to that, but. Given where those two players were in terms of the amount of money that they got, I think that it ended up being the right move for the Celtics. Uh, Jalen Brown's agent was at practice today, and and obviously they ended up working out. I mean, I think it was just over an hour before the news broke. But anyway, I think for the Celtics, yes, you, you show your faith in this guy, Jalen Brown. He doesn't have to worry about his contract anymore. The big issue is that when we've talked about it on the show, when it comes to Jalen Brown, what is he going to look like? He's looked different every single year. Yes, in his sophomore year, you would have felt, okay, you know, maybe he's going to end up working towards this because he took a huge step forward. But then last year, that first half of the year, he took a huge step back. And I was right there to criticize him in that first half of the season. But I think that a lot of people, that that has overshadowed what he did in the second half. He really turned the corner at pretty much the new year, and his three-point shooting got a lot better. You know, I, I, I don't, do I think he's worth $100 million? No. But I think he's worth more than Buddy Heald is. And sometimes you got to work the market, and that's the way it is, unfortunately. What I'm curious about is what ends up happening with all the China stuff and, and how does that impact the salary cap because then that could pose other problems for the Celtics down the road. But either, either way, they weren't going to be able to go in on a big name this summer. And there really aren't that many big names to begin with. But if Brown, for Celtics fans, if you're apprehensive about it, the one thing I will say is... If by Ainge making this move, it shows that he has the confidence in Jalen Brown. They've been speaking highly of him for a while now, and, and you're not going to go and put this kind of money into a guy who it's like, well, we think he's going to be good. We think he's going to be all right. Whether or not you agree, feel it's a good move or not, I mean, I understand that. I'm apprehensive again about giving Jalen Brown a hundred million dollars, but I do think he's better than Buddy Hield. And honestly, up until last year, everybody would have said he's better than Pascal Siakam, but then he goes and gets paid out the nose. So I don't love the move for the Celtics, but I don't hate it for sure. I'm, I guess I guess I'm okay with it. And I do think if Jalen Brown picks up where he left off last year, you know, especially in the regular season, I think most most fans are going to agree with me on this that it wasn't a bad investment it is a risky one that's for damn sure but now you have him and Kemba Walker together guaranteed for the next four years and then Jalen Brown has another year on top of that because this deal goes into effect after the 2019-20 season and Jason Tatum's going to be in town for the next two years guaranteed because they they already extended him for his uh his fourth year so you're going to have that threesome together and then you know Gordon Hayward's here for this year and possibly the next year if he picks up his option he obviously has a lot of time before he does that but this is the team you're gonna see for a little while this this trio right now is where it's gonna be it's what it's built around and then you have the rookies and then we'll see where everything shakes out from there so if I was to grade all four of these when it comes to the Sabonis one eh, I don't know the Pacers salary cap space I know there's a whole thing with Turner too um I'm going to say right now with the Sabonis one, just because they didn't pay as much as everybody else, I'm going to give it a B-, minus. but I'm, this is like just gut reaction. Buddy Heald, you know, it's funny. I like, I like the Kings. I do. 
Um, but I don't know. I like the idea of giving the guy incentives. I'm going to go at best. This is a B minus. So uh, no, actually this could turn into like a, like a B plus deal. I think max, I think right now, initially at best B minus. I'm going to go C plus though. Uh, Pascal Siakam. Again, it's a weird situation with the Raptors because it's a, you, you know, you, you could easily lose him. And you're never going to see a guy like him again. So I'm going to give them a B-plus on that deal. It's a lot of money to give a guy who's had one good year. Yes, he got you a title and everything, but how do we know he's going to turn? He's going to be that again. Jalen Brown, I give a, um, I give it a B-minus. Because I do have, I would say I have more faith in Jalen Brown than the average person who follows the Celtics a lot. I do. I think that there's. I think there's something there. I know I, when I post the videos of him, it, it annoys people here and there when he's doing the different stuff at practice, whether it's the passing or or whatever. But I think that we got a little bit of a taste of it in the preseason. I think he's gonna, and in t- with Team USA, he's taking smarter shots. He's not trying to force the issue. I don't think he's. I don't think anybody's gonna feel the need to have to force shots this year. I mean, if if it's gonna be anybody. It would. I would think it'll probably be Cantor because he's one of the the six or whatever guys or seven that are going to really kind of command shots. Yeah, six, seven, eight, something in that range that may struggle to get him just because of how where he is in the flow of the offense. But outside of and even then, I don't know if he's going to complain. I have no idea. He's always, his thing's always been just let me play. But Jalen Brown's not going to have to force his looks anymore because the ball movement looks a little bit different with him, Hayward, and Tatum especially. And we know Kemba Walker isn't a guy who's going to go and try and force it necessarily. So I think. We'll see a better Jalen this year. Will it be a guy who's worth? I think Mutt was telling me it was an ad, the, the math would be like twenty eight million a year average annual value. Ah, I mean, it's so many of these guys are not worth that money at this point. But relative to the Buddy Heald move, it makes sense. And and Siakam, when you put in all the factors, but he, at the end of it all, I got to give it a B minus. Um, and that one, I think this one. I don't want to say it has the most upside, but I think it has a decent amount of. Um, I think it could, saying it could be an A minus would probably be a reach, but if he's an All Star, then it's like, well, you know, you were right. You saw something. Danny, Danny absolutely saw something. So we will talk to you guys all again on Wednesday this week. We know the games uh, open up on Tuesday night. Celtics open up on Wednesday, as do the Nets and pretty much everybody else other than the Raptors, Pelicans, Lakers, and Clippers. So we'll be talking about power rankings on Wednesday. Make sure you tune in. If you haven't already, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Leave a rating and review. Send us a screenshot on Twitter or Instagram at 5OutPod to redeem your t-shirt. We have larges and we have XLs only. And remember, we only have a limited amount of that, and those are going pretty quickly. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? Bow. 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.